You see me shining. It's the coconut oil, baby. Hello. I'm here with Mahogany. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and all the protests that's going on. And we're here in Philadelphia, so that's our perspective and point of view. But um, I went to go vote the other day in the primaries and... Um, Normally, I go vote at the location that's near my home real quick. I'm always in and out. It's never a line, never a problem. Um, Not that a line is a problem, but I just never experienced that, and I'm pretty impatient, so that always works out well for me. Um, But this particular time, I go to the normal polling location, and they're not doing it there anymore, and I'm redirected to another place, which is still near my home, so it's not that bad. So I'm driving there. I get there and the line is it's at like a um, recreational center with a park so if you can imagine the line like coming from the center out the park and I was like okay this is definitely not something I could do on my lunch break so I had to um, readjust my schedule and I went back home and I'm like alright I need to figure this out so I thought to myself, if the line is that long now, and it was like 1.30 at the time, it's going to be even longer later. If I wait until I get off work, it's going to be longer. So I just was like, let me leave work early. I left work early so I could go boot. <laughs> I went in line. It took me two hours to get up to my chance, my turn to go vote. What? Yes. What else good, I guess? People I'm standing in line. Um, <laughs> I'm standing in line. And the whole, like, my initial thought was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to do this. But then I was like, wait, this is a grand opportunity to be able to do this because not that many years ago, if you count back, you know, people was fighting for me to be able to stand in line and go vote. Dying. Dying. Getting hosed. Dogs put on them. Getting up to the actual booth to put in their vote and they were denied for stupid reasons. <clears throat> so then it quickly turned into like uh, a moment for me and I was like, wow, like this is, you know, this is what. I mean, that's not even a taste. In some other places, people stand in line for hours to vote. So my little two hours still was nothing. I felt like I was complaining. You know, I felt bad for that initial complaint. And I was like, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> um, and it just gave me, you know, a real quick reality check. Amongst everything else that's going on, I've, I mean not been out of touch or untouched but I'm not immediately impacted by any of it I would say Mm -hmm. in my normal daily regular routine I mean not to say that none of it you know touches me or impacts me but just honestly on a regular basis if I didn't have social media if I didn't watch the news I would be in my bubble exactly not knowing anything about what was going on So, and it was just a constant reminder that, like, we're all connected and um, 
there's a cause that's bigger than us. Bigger than way bigger than me that started way before me that it's in our hands now. Right, that I have everything <laughs> to do with now. It's crazy. Um so I wanted to talk to Mahogany about her feelings, thoughts, her process, her involvement in um everything that's been going on right now. Well, you so know I'm all for it. Yeah. So let's dive into it, show. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's get it popping. Get it popping. I love your accent, yo. <laughs> Coconut. Coconut oil, baby. Coconut oil, baby podcast. All right, so... um. I mean, how you want to kick this off? You know, I mean, I just want to... You can start from the beginning. So, like, your initial reaction or thought process or... Um, you can start with, you know, like, now. Like, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> it's so... Like, it, it's so broad... And there's so much going on in the world that when it pertains to Black Lives Matter or when it pertains to the systematic oppression that we've been dealing with for the past 400 years, I feel like millennials have an, an advantage at this at this point in time. It is no way possible that um, our voices cannot be heard at this point in time. We have social media. We have, um, we just had a World Wide Web. And we're more diver- diversified as a country right now because, as you can see, opposed to like maybe 50 years ago, we have a lot of integrated families now. So those integrated families are feeling the pain of their black, um, New, you know they're family members and they're taking a stand for it so I think that that's a really good thing that people are seeing that basically we're more alike than apart and um, I just want you I just want you to tap in because I, I don't want to get too into one subject and then you want to elaborate on something else so like no I completely understand I get what you're saying um, the times that we're living in, there are a lot more people who are willing and able to get involved than before. Right. 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 Exactly. Because of the generation that we're in. And like you said, there's a lot more mixed everything. Right. And the social media platforms across the board allow one person to send something out to the whole world. Exactly. Like they're in other countries talking about Black Lives Matter. That's something. If I'm not mistaken, that started here. Yeah, yeah. And now, and you know, people think like, oh, it was just the George Floyd situation. Like, no, it's how not could that. people think that it's a George Floyd situation <clears throat> exclusively? Well, we're getting our ass kicked every day. When we're getting killed every yeah, day. Yeah, people don't know about that. When we just like when we just recovered from the Trayvon Martin not even recovered, not even recovered. you know what I'm saying it just and like, Ahmad. yeah Ahmad. like 
uh, Brianna, like all these yes. people. How do y'all think it's just about George Floyd? So I think they. I feel just... like that video was just more clear for a certain group of people. Gotcha. It was clear for me from the beginning. Right. But certain people who aren't exposed to that on a regular basis or didn't know about any other, not any other case before, but may not have been as exposed to it, they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Like he literally sat on him. You know what I mean? And yeah. no matter your color, if you are a compassionate person and you realize that that is morally wrong for if someone to do that soul. to another person, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, no. Exactly. It's graphic to you. And 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 for, to my understanding, because to be honest with you, I didn't watch it because I'm not. I didn't watch it I'm either. not numb yet. You know, there's a lot of people that's numb to death and uh, they romanticize death so much in America that. We're used to it. We'll just see a video of somebody dying and we'll be like, damn, that's messed up and keep scrolling. You know? But to my knowledge, um, <clears throat> it breaks my heart. It took him nine minutes to die. That's I like cannot even <clears throat> fathom the thought of not breathing for 30 seconds, let alone nine minutes. And so, for the people that don't understand our frustration, or don't understand why we're looting or don't understand why we're rioting even our own skin color which has been appalling to me but not really because of the lack of the self-love in a black um community yeah i say like why not like i mean exactly. now don't get me wrong i might not go out and participate in that part of the movement or everything that's going on or whatever the case might be but there's more to it than just that part of it like that it's a whole group of people a demographic of people who are poor and disenfranchised because the way the system is set up so of course they're going out robbing like i had to check myself because i'm like i call myself a karen in this moment (laughs) because i was mad target was closed because i wanted to go buy my vegan meal replacement shakes and i can't do that because target is going to be closed for two weeks okay but that has nothing like my personal issue has nothing to do with the, the broad yeah, the, the, grand the grand scheme, scheme of things. things so i get yeah. it like yeah I, I go to work every day still right there are people who are out of work who've been out of work there are- and now there's not even a chance for them to go and like sell t-shirts yeah. on the corner you know what i mean like there are there all these things that are in addition to what was already happening put in place to keep them where they are and, what people, and that's not fair. Right. And what people don't also talk about is <clears throat> black felons versus white felons. You know, sometimes uh, there's a lot of innocent black people who are felons and then they have their rights taken away from them or they're judged or looked down on by society. Or even if you did commit a crime and you redeemed yourself, it's hard to let me just put it like this get back in the system <laughs> of working and doing all sorts of things when you're deemed a criminal to society so how is it so that you tell a black man once he gets out of jail or out of prison that he don't need to sell drugs or he gonna go back for life but then you're not offering him the opportunity to have a corporate job what do you expect him to do at this point mm-hmm now, it's a trap. It's all a trap. It's a big if you trap. Ask me. It's a big tra- it's a big trap and it's annoying because people don't see or act like they don't see the systematic oppression that's been going on. Yeah. And 
But what I want to tell my sisters and brothers is that you don't have to sell drugs. You don't have to be a football player. You don't have to be a reality TV star in order to be successful. You can um, enlighten yourself and pick up skills and pick up trades. There's so many out here. Like when I say there's so many out here, you don't have to rely on the system. One of the things that I realized, like touching on that, um, about opportunities or like focusing on something that any individual can do to make sure that they're doing something that's creating an income for them, their family, their children, whomever. Um, I find that the more you hone in on like what you feel like your purpose is or something that like it, it draws on something that you're passionate about and turn it into a purposeful movement within your life exactly you'll be successful in it so exactly if you are passionate about style for whoever in whatever arena be purposeful about the steps that you take so that you can do that create style in your life and other people's lives and get paid for it exactly it's hard it is it is but But it just takes focus and determination if you're committed to anything if you make sure that you wake up every day and take steps to remain committed which takes discipline and these are all internal qualities that you have to have as an individual exactly that's why it's hard because you got to work on yourself and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't allow you to rely on someone else creating a job so you can work for them bingo can y'all hear us but um exactly and i think a lot of times and people aren't given that opportunity to focus on that like no no, because... Because the way the school system is set up, they take out things that create passion. Art, sports, school, the school music, the, all of that stuff is... Exactly. <laughs> and the people have to realize that when you tell your black kids to go get educated by the same people that's been oppressing us, all you're doing is furthering their agenda because you're reading their textbooks. Those are filled with their agendas. You know what I'm saying? They're not teaching you how to do taxes. They're not teaching you how to maintain credit. I mean, some places are, but they're not really telling you how to leverage credit Mm -hmm. and become a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not teaching you about agriculture and engineering. You know, I, I feel like the school system is flawed. And we need to do some reforming. And we need to do some heavy funding mm-hmm. in our communities. And honestly, I'm going to hold us accountable. Because as a lot of black people, now a lot of us do, but a lot of us don't show up to these PTA meetings. We don't show up to these city hall meetings. So we have to refocus our priorities on what's important in our community. Because it irks the hell out of me when I see all of us standing in line to get Jordans but you won't go to your child's PTA meeting to see what needs to be done to better their future. So we got to hold each other accountable in that way as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't... I stumbled upon a protest by accident. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Because not that I was intentionally... Well, no, I was... I am probably intentionally trying to stay away because I never know when it might turn left. Right. And... My position has just been to donate to different organizations so that I can help in any way that I can with getting people to the protest, getting them food, water, water at the protest, getting bailout money if they need it. Right. That's been my focus because, I mean, I have to go to work. I can't. I have a daughter. Mm -hmm. I can't afford, like, four things to go left for me personally. Right. So... Okay, I'm and all see, for... for me, it's the, it's the polar opposite. Because 
like I work from home or I just work from anywhere in the world. So I would be one of those people that be like, what's up? I'm ready for it. I got bail money. I'm going to fight for my people. You know what I'm saying? But I get your stance too. And this is the thing. Us as a black community, we need to know all of us have roles. You don't have to be out there protesting yeah. and riding. We got that locked down. Like yeah. you said, just donate. Or I wasn't ashamed up. of what I was able to do until I saw people on social media like saying things. And that I mean, you need to protest. It didn't make and, me feel ashamed, right. but it just was like, oh, that's something that people would be mad at me about? Right. Like, But I, I get that too. Everybody right. has their own perspective on Everybody thing. has their own. I was going out for a walk. Uh-huh. I walk around. We were right around here, actually. Went around to the art museum steps. And we started seeing people with signs. Black Lives Matter. But And I'm like, well, what the, first of all, What's going on, all here? these people were like, they were right. white people. So I'm right. like, where are they going? Right. <laughs> so I'm following the crowd. We walk, and it's all these people in the art museum steps. They're out into the street. The whole circle is blocked off. It's cops around. Then I was like, oh, shit. And I got quiet. I, you could feel the energy just being in that space. It was a peaceful protest. It wasn't nothing um, crazy going on. Right. And I stayed. Because um, Phil had been protesting all week. Yeah, every day. Every day. Because even when me and Ryan, Ryan did the lay down protest. I know. And she then we went and, um, yeah, that was the day we came out here. Yeah. And uh, then we went to another protest at the um, art museum, mm-hmm. and that was huge. It was so. Th- wait, tell me about people. that experience. Oh my goodness! Because that was you intentionally went to that. We protest. intentionally yeah. went to that. I actually walked like three miles from my house to the art museum. Okay. Um, because it was blocked off, and the Ubers was like fifty dollars. I was <gasps> like, no, I'm gonna just walk. And so it was a beautiful sight to see. Every nationality, every ethnicity was there fighting for humanity. It wasn't even that, you know, it's about Black Lives Matter. But what I saw through my lens is what was that I'm fighting for human rights. I'm fighting for basic human respect. You know what I'm saying? They're, they were putting themselves in our shoes. And... um it was just it was just beautiful and there was thousands upon thousands of people out there and i think we're just tired as a people of of white supremacists and yeah. supremacists i don't care what color you are you know just people. you can still some people can have that attitude and you don't have to be white to that's feed into I'm, their agenda that's what i'm saying you don't even have to be a supremacist because we have people our own colors <laughs> That, that have this uh, complex that they hate their self so much that they'll do anything to try to be seen in a good light by these, you know, supremacists. And um, that's just a whole nother story. But the, the protest was beautiful, for lack of better words. It made me really emotional to stand there in the crowd when I was there. Mm-hmm. Like, not overwhelming emotion. I didn't start crying or anything, right. but I just was, like, really in it. And then they started chanting his name. Then they were chanting Black Lives Matters. And then just reading all the different signs that people had up. And that was, it was a lot more other races out there than I would have anticipated. And that kind of, um, like you said, like, looked through a different lens. Like, oh, people people do are aware. People do mm-hmm. know. And then it kind of made me think, like, all those times where I'm out and I might be on the defense mm-hmm. because I, I'm black. Just some and my through. natural, I'm always on the defense if I'm around other ethnicities, especially right. white people. No matter how, I mean, that's a spectrum. I could be like, have a low defense or I could be like really high. Like, listen. Right. 
But I just was like, oh, maybe more people, you know, maybe that's just, that's in my head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, maybe right. of all these people are out here, then that must mean when I'm out in all these interactions, I just be in my own head thinking. Exactly. The, all the possibilities that this could go wrong. Like, right. but that kind of got me to thinking of all the things that if I have that worry that was passed on to me and I'm probably passing it on to my child too like you know especially the black boys like I'm always telling them like listen this is how you gotta handle yourself this is what can happen because you want to prepare your child for the worst no matter what but that whole dealing with another human being that's another race that might not like you or may be in a position of power to do something bad to you even if it's not physically just to harm you is something that we pass down to our children generation to generation right. to generation but that's because the hurt and the pain mm-hmm. and the violence has been passed down within them from mm-hmm. generation to generation to generation and, and it's I never wonder stopped. what that is like to be on the opposite end of receiving that type of teaching like oh well this is how you're supposed to act around these type of people this is what you're supposed to do to them like they're nothing like how does that conversation go with someone who I think it I think- may not agree with it like today we were talking about the millennials Right. In this generation, like, how do they do that? I see these videos of the young white people, and they're, like, upset with their family or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, it took for this for you to say something? Or did it took for this for you to have that conversation? Because just like I've always been taught certain things since growing up about um, racism. Yeah. And violence on black people because of their race. You mean to tell me nobody in your family ever talked about this? Or are you just realizing... Are you just upset about it? I just be, like, wondering, like, where... I think... I think... Is it genuine? Or is it, like... So I think a lot of people um, are very genuine. Some people are doing it for clout. But even even then, you know, even if you're doing it for clout, you're still getting a message out. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But a lot of times we don't realize how racist we are. And black people cannot be racist because we didn't start racism. Okay. <laughs> be prejudiced we can be prejudiced but um it starts from little jokes at home like look at those little niggas you know what i'm saying or i'm just i'm just saying that may be a vulgar term but it's the truth and that's just like we say look at karen you know what i'm saying Mm. a lot of people don't know what kind of harm that causes in the grand scheme of things you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. instead of teaching your kids about the history of what actually happened to get to this point and a lot of people are ignorant a lot of people are ignorant um and they're brought up in homes and families that are heavily racist yeah and so it takes for somebody to get out of their family and travel the world and meet new people to see like wow these people aren't really like what i've been brought up to think yeah i think that's what makes a big difference when people have their own individual interaction Um, with someone or they get to know somebody on a different level. Exactly. Because we find like a lot of times where white people may have had a perspective and then they need um, a black person that cares for them and, and does things for them that their family has never done for them. And then they're like, they're not the enemy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And vice versa. You know? Yeah. I'm wondering um, how committed we're all going to be as a collective to this. I know me personally. Um, I have no problem being committed. I'm like, this just has, just encourages me to keep doing what I was doing anyway. Right. 
I'm determined to spend money with black businesses only. Oh, I'm if so I can help it. Like my first thing to do, I wanted to buy a washing machine. I was Googling black owned washing machine companies. There are none. As far as Google is concerned, anyway. You, I was looking know, up yeah. a black owned like um, hardware store, like a Home Depot. There are none. So I can't even buy a brand from the store. So I'm like, okay. But I was looking up um, like black owned restaurants. Those are fairly easy to find. Black owned, anything that I like, like. Or even if it's just the brand, it could be sold at whatever store. Right. <clears throat> so do y'all hear this? We do not have black owned, or it's not. We don't have. But a there's lot. an opportunity for someone to do that. That's though. what this I'm is saying. What I was we thinking, don't though. have yeah. black owned homeware appliance brands. We don't have hardware stores. So this is where the black community steps in pulls their credit together, pull their money together, get a crowdfund, and build these necessities. So we, when we do pull our money away from the system, we have somewhere, somewhere to, to put go. it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Take this as an advantage. If you never wanted to be an entrepreneur, this should inspire you. Like, I'm not shopping with Chick-fil-A. I'm not shopping with Target no more. I'm not shopping well, with Victoria's Well, what Secret I will do no is more. any franchise who is black-owned, I'll buy from them. I looked yeah. up a black-owned Chick-fil-A because I love Chick-fil-A. Well, it's is, one woman, I think, from per Google anyway. Right. Young black woman. It's far away. It's nowhere near here. So I just right. can't eat Chick-fil-A, Well, I guess. the thing is that... <laughs> Um, the, the companies that I just named, they fund the Trump administration and they fund policing. So, in other words, to me, that's saying they're funding racism. And I'm not going to That like, is how it feels. I'm not going to give a killer my money to keep killing my son and my daughter and raping me while I'm in right. jail. So I understand I that. won't keep doing that. I mean, I just wouldn't want to call someone else, like someone that's black. Mm-hmm. Problems because I chose not to spend money with the whole organization. I get it, but she's already well, maybe into they need the. To rethink about what organizations they're absolutely. Their money I don't, into. and you know what? Too sometimes people don't do that research, and maybe didn't care at the time, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I don't know. Every situation is different, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking up every time I go to do something or buy something. I'm look, looking up black owned such yeah, and such me first. Me too. Yeah. There are a couple of brand things that I need to go buy, and I'm really excited about it. Um, and a lot of the stuff that we use on a daily basis, like necessities, a black person has a brand that, that, yep. that does that. Exactly. Sometimes it's the bigger things. Like, I was looking up the washing machine mm-hmm. and the hardware store. Those things are... We need, the, we need that. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's so much to uh, unpack. Yeah, it's a lot it of levels to this. To this. Um, and so, even with that being said, that is so much to unpack, should tell people that it's not that simple to just end racism or shut up about it. Because, as you can see, we're being oppressed on so many levels. Yeah. So, I'm... I'm, I'm really excited for the positive change. Me too, and I can think... And, and anyone who doesn't change their mindset from this year alone, from all the stuff that has happened... um. You know, I pray for those people to just get some kind of enlightenment because this year has really been an eye-opener. Or even just gain, gain some people. clarity for yourself. Yeah. Even if you cannot purchase, everybody's not in a place where they can participate on any level. But if you can gain clarity for yourself and well, figure out who you are. True. Because you can participate, you can take care of the old people. You in the community, you can keep your community clean. That doesn't cost any money. Right. If you see another black man killing a black man or attempting to kill a black man, you can say it's not worth it. We can resolve this. So it's a lot of free stuff you can do to add value to the community. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I'm not gonna give nobody no excuse because, 
We need to get this. We need I to get it you. done. I feel you. We need to get it done. Yeah. I you just, know, we need to stop playing with the concept and reform this uh, law that we have that's not just at all. And we need to educate our kids and let them know that y'all need to get in the government. Y'all need to know the law. Y'all need to become neurosurgeons and, you know, astronauts. It's more to y'all than just a pretty face and, you know, uh, having a wad of cash. Most definitely. It allows, this opportunity allows for a lot of growth for individuals and collectively. If you don't want to grow at this point, I feel if you don't have the need to grow or see where growth can be implemented in your life, yeah, we, we, we still got a lot of work to do. I'm going to just say that. Yeah. This is a great um, opportunity for everyone to go in a positive direction. Exactly. I wonder how the... um. How this wind is translating onto this? I'm not <laughs> the voice sure. recording. I hope it doesn't uh, mess it up or anything. Shop parallel apparel. Your new best kept secret for designer hypewear, sneakers, accessory, and apparel. at www.shopparallelapparel.com Instagram Parallel Apparel Your new best kept secret Thank you for listening to the Coconut Oil Baby Podcast sending you all love and light